Just a quick reminder before we start the podcast, as always, check out the show notes to find out about today's sponsors. And we've got a couple of doozies for you. OriginUSA.com, code SAVAGE at checkout, get 10% off. Awesome supplements, awesome clothing. RisingSun207.com, also code SAVAGE at checkout, get 10% off your order. Great hydration, and you can get some great protein shakes and some cool cups. Again, check out the show notes for the sponsor. And now let's start the podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's Savage and More. How are you? Well, I want to start off by saying, I'm not old, you're old. (laughs) So where we're going uh, today is something that I'm very passionate about. Um, I think a lot of people could say biohacking is something I'm really interested in. But at the end of the day, I'm really interested in anti-aging. And I know you're out there saying, oh, anti-aging. Oh, here's another dude that just, he doesn't want to look his age. It's all about, you know, portraying this image of the young virile male. It's not that at all. Uh, I mean, I have been told on several occasions that I don't look my age. Uh, So I'm 43. Uh, And I, I usually hear like 10 years younger, eight years younger. So like 33 to 35. And it's not a vanity thing. It's not an ego thing for me. Like, I don't care if I look younger than my age. It, it really doesn't matter to me. What I do care about is I don't want to age the way that we all think we're supposed to age. You know, when you look at retirement, you know, hey, get done at 65, well... <laughs> Actually, you know, it's probably going to be more like 70 for me with the way the government's going. Um, and then that's it. You're old. You're retired. You're done working. And and the thing I hate seeing with older people is they don't move as well. They're hunched over. Uh, they're either incredibly overweight or they're actually super underweight. Both ways, just just not healthy. So at the end of the day, I understand I'm going to age but I don't have to age to be the stereotypical old man. And and that's what I fight against. That's why anti-aging is so important to me. I mean, you know, I, I have done a lot of damage to my body. Um, and I know as I age, I pay for it a little bit more every year. So it's important to me to try to reverse that damage to make sure when I'm 65, 70, 75, 80 even, I'm still moving. I'm still functioning. My brain is still firing. And that's what anti-aging is to me. So I really want to just put out there what I do to fight the effects of just getting old. Now, it's much like I've said, you know, when I used to do the Carnivore and More podcast, 
what works for me may not work for you. And that's okay. But if you take something from this that you're going to switch up maybe a couple of things, in the long run, it's really going to benefit you. So let's figure out how I'm doing what I'm doing. (laughs) And the first thing we're going to talk about is actually the easiest thing you can do, and none of us do it unless we focus on it and push ourselves towards it. Water. There's a reason why water is called the elixir of life. We all need water. Can't live without water. You know, if (laughs) you can go, you can go 30 days without food and still be okay. But you try to go more than a week without water, you're done. So the thing about water is the hydration effects. Now, I know it's tough, you know, what's recommended, how much should I drink? It's too tough for me. It's too much of a chore. Like all these things come out when it comes to water. But yet when it comes to like sugary shit, no problem pounding that down though. <laughs> so water, I mean, and, and again, opinion works for me. The minimum should be 64 ounces, half gallon a day. That's the minimum. Ideally, a gallon a day. And yes, I know a gallon of water a day means you're going to be taking a piss all the time. And I'm right there with you. So, you know, my job is I'm based out on construction job sites. So I I travel uh, all over Southern Maine. You know, I cover from Richmond, Maine to Kittery. So if you, if you look that up on a map, that's a pretty gigantic size territory. Problem with that is I have to pee all the time. <laughs> so, so I've gotten to the point where I actually like know where every bathroom is and how long it will take to get there and like how easy it is to get access to. Uh, typically leaving my house uh, to the first place that I need to, to hit up is about 40 minutes. And within that 40 minutes, I have to piss like a racehorse. And then I'm going to make it another 40 minutes to an hour, take another piss. And it, it occurs all day like that because I'm drinking a gallon of water a day. And I know to a lot of people, like, it's super inconvenient to have to piss every 40 minutes to an hour. But you got to remember when you're doing that, you're getting the shit out of your body. Water with your liver is probably the best way to detox yourself. Like you don't need to take, you know, those colon cleanses or like liver cleanse or all those things because those things are actually kind of dangerous for you. A gallon of water a day with your liver and kidneys does all the work for detoxification that you need. Also with water, it's really good for your skin. If you're hydrated, your skin is going to keep that elasticity that it needs to look younger. And again, it's not about looking younger for me. What it is for me, though, is not aging, not becoming that saggy old skin. Like, you know, it's ugh. But all you need is water. Like, seriously. And, you know, now, mind you, I'm sitting in the United States, but... We all have access to water here and it's clean and it's easy to get. Like, so in most instances, it's free. 
So the first thing you can do is actually free. Just drink your water. Get hydrated. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> now to food. <laughs> so uh, the next thing that can really change the game when it comes to, to how you age is your food. Now, I'm mostly meat-based. It's what works for me. It's what I like. It's, it's easy for me. You know, it's, it, I don't have to think about what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to do, things like that. Um, I have added some carbs in um, because it does give me sustained energy to do the physical things I need to do, but mostly meat-based. Um, but the big thing that I want you to take from this, and this is for anybody that's going to change their eating habits, and think about that, eating habits. We're not talking about a diet. You go on a diet, you're going to fail. doesn't matter what it is. You call something a diet, you're done. You're not going to make it. But if I can change my habits, I have a much better success rate in store for myself. So the big thing with food, sugar has got to go. Plain and simple. Um, especially processed sugars. So sugar is more addictive than cocaine. Think about that. Like all these studies came out and was like, yeah, your brain prefer is can get addicted quicker to sugar than it can to cocaine. And I mean, it all really does start, you know, early in childhood to whatever, where we're getting exposed to all these processed foods with sugars and stuff. So trying to get sugar out of the way you eat is going to have a lot of benefits. Um, first off, sugar causes inflammation. You know, whether it's um, headaches, your joints swelling, um, you know, puffiness, not being able to move as well, sugar is doing that to you. So cutting sugar is really the key. The other thing too is how sneaky sugar can be. Like you're like, oh, this thing's low fat, low this, low that. Yeah, well, now they're kind of you know, using sugar to improve the taste. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. And then the other thing that they do, and I wish people would recognize this more, when something is, you know, it's a healthy drink or no sugar, you know, all these different, you know, there's no sugar in this drink. It's great. Tastes great. Blah, blah, blah. Tastes just like there's sugar in it. It's because they're using a replacement called sucrose. Now, what's awful about this is, yes, zero calorie, no sugar, but your body can't figure out the difference between sugar and sucrose. So when you're drinking like a bang energy drink, it has sucrose in it and your body goes, oh, sugar, and you get the insulin spike. Well, that's kind of messed up. Here you are thinking you're, you're drinking this healthy thing and now all of a sudden, boom, you're having the insulin dump. So it's really not a good choice. Um, if you're going to, if you're going to go for an energy drink, like I drink an energy drink a day, um, been drinking it for a long time now, and they are a sponsor of the podcast. I, I drink Jocko go, uh, orange is my favorite of all time. Um, it uses monk fruit sweetener instead of sugar. So monk fruit has a much lower insulin spike when you drink it. Yes, it does not taste as good with monk fruit sweetener as it does with sugar or sucrose. 
but my body isn't freaking out when it has fake sugar going in. The other thing that they do, which none of the energy drink companies do, is Jocko Go actually pasteurizes the product to give it shelf life. What do the other companies do? They pump chemicals into it to give it the shelf life. So when you're drinking that bang energy drink or sugar-free Red Bull or whatever is sugar-free out there, not only are you getting sulucrose, which is spiking your insulin, but you're also drinking a bunch of chemicals that are designed to give the product shelf life. So Jocko Go didn't do that. Yes, I pay a little more for it, but I know there's no shit in it when it, when it comes to what I'm drinking and putting into my body. So it's, it's, that's the big thing to get out, out of food, like get rid of the sugar and you get rid of the carbohydrates, which your body takes and converts into sugar and fat and all those different things. You know, going all meat-based isn't realistic for a lot of people. We, you know, people like their vegetables, they like their fruits, but take the time and look at like the carbs in those things and the amount of natural sugars and what they'll do to your insulin as far as spiking it and, and things like that. Um, I know in the carnivore community, a lot of carnivores are moving away from strict carnivore and adding like raw honey and certain types of fruits um, into the way that they're eating. And it's, it's much more su- sustainable at that point. And, you know, they're not getting the sugar crashes or anything like that. They're just, they're just tweaking what works for them. So look at your eating habits. What can you do? What can you change? And look at the way you're eating. Realistically, you shouldn't be having anything after 7 p.m. Gives your time, you know, your body time to like adjust, um, digest everything. So that by the time you're going to bed, you know, and the, they're saying the average person 10 o'clock, which because I'm old, uh, I'm nine o'clock. <laughs> um, your body's already done, exp- you know, using the energy to take care of your food. So you can just sleep. And then, you know, when you wake up in the morning, the other thing that I typically don't do is I, I stopped eating breakfast years ago. Um, when I got into to keto and then carnivore, like I really got into intermittent fasting. Um, not, not super into it right now. Um, but I just, I don't have a desire for breakfast and we're all taught, Oh, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Yeah. It turns out it's not. <laughs> so, um, look at the way you eat. And it's really going to help you with the way your body ages. Now we're going to get to the fun stuff. <laughs> Supplements, prescriptions. What I'm putting into my body to fight aging and why I'm fighting it. So uh, one of the things that I've been conscious of for, oof, my goodness, uh, 2006, 2007 is how important testosterone is in the male body. Um, I really, I really think for male testosterone could be the fountain of youth. So I've always, I've always requested the blood work and to look at my levels uh, to the point where, oh my goodness, four or five months ago, um, I got my blood work done and my total testosterone number was like 351, which for me, I was like, oh shit, that's low. Now, 
conventional medicine says, no, 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 no. Anything under 200 is low. Well, I call shenanigans on that because with a lower testosterone, you know, you're losing your drive to do things with the, the lowering of testosterone. There goes your sex drive. Uh, with the lowering of testosterone, you you just you become sedentary. And I think that's the what the old man epidemic is now. And there's so many other things that we deal with that suppress testosterone. I really believe we need as much help as we can get. So that blood work showed me that. So I started working uh, with a doctor specializes in, in hormone replacement therapy. And I'm sure you're like, oh, geez, you're going on steroids, huh? Nope. Um, so the first thing the doctor said to me is if I put you on testosterone right now, you're going to be on it for the rest of your life and you're only 43. So that doesn't make sense. So what he suggested is a uh, drug called Clomid. Now, when you look up Clomid on Google, you're going to find out that it is a pill to help with infertility in women. So I'm sure you're like, wait, what's going on? (laughs) Why are you taking this pill? So I take this pill every night before bed, um, and what it does for the male body is it switches on the pituitary gland and tells your body, like, hey, start making testosterone again. Uh, the other prescription that I take with it once a week is an anti-estrogen pill. So you have this binding hormone in your body. It's a sex, some, uh, it's a G-binding whatever hormone. And what it does is, is it binds to your testosterone so you don't get it and you don't get to use it. So typically that happens when there is um, either way too much protein in your liver, and I'll get to that in a minute, um, or too much estrogen. So I have too much estrogen, so I'm taking a a, a weekly pill to drop the number. Now, I did have my most recent uh, blood work, absolutely thrilled with my total testosterone. I went from 351 to 907. You know, pretty close to going up 600 points. I still need to work on my free testosterone and I need to work on uh, dropping my estrogen. Um, The estrogen is still a little too high, so they changed the prescription on that. So we'll see what happens. But I sought medical help and went on a prescription because I really do believe testosterone is like the first thing that can help me age better. Um, The next thing that I'm a huge fan of is LDN. And I'm sure you don't even know what that stands for. So what that is, is that's low-dose naltrexone. Now, naltrexone in its high dose is actually used to combat alcoholism. If you're an alcoholic and you have this in your system and you drink it, you're going to get violently ill. So it's a way to teach your body to stop drinking. Well, what's awesome about it in the low-dose form is it's anti-inflammatory. So what it, what it does is t- it attacks inflammation in the brain and then it attacks inflammation in the body. Um, I have a really bad right shoulder, um, again, years of abuse on my body, to the point that I could barely lift it and was going to physical therapy. And apparently my, you know, my rotator cuff, the, the ball going into the joint was loose. And that's why I was in so much pain and couldn't move my arm. But physical therapy like was not doing anything for me. Went on low-dose naltrexone. Next thing I know, I'm able to lift my arm over my head and it doesn't hurt. So whatever was else was going on my shoulder was inflammation. 
and LDN combated that inflammation. It was great. Um, been on it for a while now. I'm sure I'm coming up on over a year and I have no intentions of going off of it. And I'm sure you're asking like, well, do you discuss this stuff with your doctor? Yeah, I do. I, I, I discuss the majority of this stuff with my doctor. He went on PubMed and went through a bunch of different articles and he's like, I can't find a reason why you shouldn't be on LDN. Um, there's no adverse side effects, you know, long-term usage, no problem. So I, I do, I do work with my, my primary care on this. The other prescription I take, which uh, I'm, I'm struggling with staying on because I, I hear so many people, you know, they're on it, then off it, um, is metformin. Now metformin is used to help combat diabetes, but if you're not diabetic, uh, it's been shown to slow aging and lift life expectancy. So that's why I went on it and got the prescription for it. And again, talked with my primary care physician um, after the fact, after getting the prescription. And that's what I do. I, I do what I want first and then talk about it later. Um, he said, yeah, your body's going to handle it. There's not going to be any negative response. But And he was okay with that too. But I, I question if, I, if I'm going to stay on that. But those are the, those are the prescriptions by doctors that I'm, I'm given to fight aging. Um, next thing that I'm pretty big on is then supplements, which, you know, different from prescriptions because you can buy them over the counter. Um, and the things I take, again, anti-aging, keeping my mind sharp. Um, I take NAC and the, I got into that because they really were like, hey, there's a really good immune response with this, with COVID. Um, in the beginning with COVID, I, you know, my, uh, my son Judah, he'll, he's almost 11. He has some pretty severe pre-existing health conditions. So I just took the attitude, like I have to make my immune system so strong that if COVID hits me, it's not going to be a problem. Um, but then come to find out NAC is they're testing it out in dementia patients. So before they get like, people that are high risk for dementia with dementia and it's showing effects like positive. There's something that it does that starts to bring the brain back. So I stayed on it. Um, cause you know, here we are well over, what are we? I don't know. Are we two years now? Three years now? Like I don't even know anymore. It's two years. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not on it for my immune system anymore. Um, I did have COVID at some point. It did not really affect me. I actually had to do the blood work to find like I had these fat antibody lines. Um, so now I'm on NAC for my brain. Like I, I don't care about my immune system with it now. Uh, the other one that I'm a huge fan of and I really think everybody should take it is NMN. Um, find it on Amazon, you know, just go with a highly rated brand. Don't go with the cheapest. And what it does is your body takes that supplement and converts it into NAD plus NAD plus over time just lowers in our body. Like when you're born, you're jacked with NAD plus. I don't know if you ever noticed, but like babies and kids heal way faster than adults. And it's because they have such high levels of NAD plus. So as you age, your NAD plus drops down 
And then with your your DNA, it short your your telomeres start to shorten, and that's a way to tell somebody's age is looking at their telomeres. So it, it takes longer to heal, you know, all the side effects of aging. Well, and I, I've done a bunch of tests on myself with it. I've gone where I'm on it for three months, then I cycle off of it just to see what happens and then get back on it. I, I really do feel like a cut does not last as long. And I, you know, I do work in an industry where I'm dealing with cutting myself all the time. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's unavoidable. Um, but that NMN converting to NAD plus in your body is going to help with that. It's going to give you back those things that you had um, when you were younger. Um, you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be that five-year-old kid that heals in, you know, less than a week, but you're going to notice a change in skin and healing. Uh, the other thing I really believe in, um, I'm not sure what effect it has um, because when you get rid of sugar, like with your eating habits, um, it kind of fixes itself, I think, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. And again, I went on it um, pretty, pretty heavily because of COVID is a probiotic. I get this awesome probiotic, comes out of England, has all these strains. Um, I want to make sure my gut biome is good. Not only, so your gut biome is extremely important for your immune system, but also they've discovered that there's more neurons, not neuron, yeah, neurons in your gut than there are in your brain. So your gut and brain, something's linked there. So it's really important to have your gut in ideal conditions as you age. Then the last supplement that I really love and love to fuck around with and change dosages and stuff is nootropics. And that's for the brain. Um, you know, the, the Jocko Go is a nootropic drink to help you focus. Has a little bit of caffeine, but the L-finding cancels out like the bad side effects of, of um, the caffeine. So you're sharp. Um, and then, you know, depending I, I've used um alpha brain by on it really enjoy that um Jocko's supplement company also makes pill form Jocko go um and I don't I, I'll say kids don't try this at home but often I will take the Jocko go energy drink with the three Jocko go pills and it just ramps up and supercharges me uh, especially if I'm doing some type of big project, I can really focus and, and give my all to it. So that's what I put into my body to fight aging. The next thing that I think is extremely important in aging is your mental health. Um, you know, because if you're if you're down or you're you're, you're suffering something's going on takes a toll on your body physically because really when it comes to your body it's your brain is so important that if your brain is malfunctioning it's going to have a bunch of different effects on your body so i've been working on my mental health for a while now um stemmed from you know the the, the accident that killed my brother but it brought up all the other things um and I'm finally, you know, I had to go through two counselors first and now I'm with a with a doctor that has really helped me expand and, and figure things out. And then on top of that, I one day, I, I was on Zoloft and Zoloft was the worst thing I could have been on. Gained weight, 
I did not care about anything. And I mean, I was drinking a lot. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't say my mental health, like, oh, I'm great. I don't need anything. Like I, I go to counseling once a week. Um, and we talk about some tough shit that I don't want to talk about, but it makes me think differently. It makes me feel better mentally stronger so that I think that has a really big connection, you know, brain and body. Um, because when you're just a shitty day getting depressed, you're going to sit there and eat just shit because that's, that's what your body wants to do. That's how it wants to cope. That's what it's been taught. Hey, you had a bad day at school today. Here's a treat. So you're conditioned to that. So I think with the, the strong mind, you go the opposite way and you don't need the crutch of not moving and just eating shit. Um, so yeah, I mean, the hardest thing to do is to ask for help to get into counseling. But after that, it's, it's really, it's really been beneficial for me. And this, and this kind of connects, um, with the, the brain piece, um, loneliness, um, people die of broken hearts all the time and it's, it's because they're lonely. So, um, you know, my, my dad's grandmother, she would have been my great grandmother. I, I never met her. It was on my, uh, my, my, yeah, great grandmother. Yeah. Um, very alive. Like the stories my dad would tell about her just so alive and like enjoying life and all these things. And then they put her in an old folks home and things went bad quickly. Apparently like her health deteriorated and she really wasn't around too much after that. Um, she passed away. I just remember my dad telling me like, I really feel, feel like she died of a broken heart because she didn't have her family around her anymore. And I've always, I've always thought about that, but it, it even seems as I'm aging, it seems to make sense even more now. You know, you, you take your elder and you stick them into a, a home where they, yeah, they have nurse or whatever, and they supposedly can interact with other people and make friends and all this. But their family has, has you're an inconvenience going to this home. So I, I think that really affects your aging to the point that you die of a broken heart prematurely. You just go to sleep one night and that's it. Um, so I think, I think that needs to change for sure. Like when I'm 80 years old, I don't want to be a burden to my children where they're like, Ugh, we're going to stick dad in a home. And I'm hoping with everything I'm doing, I'm not the old 80-year-old that sits in the recliner, hunched over, eating like shit, watching TV every day. Um, and I think that will that could make a big difference. And then lastly, with anti-aging, and this is super easy, super free, don't have to spend any money, is learning. I really think an engaged mind doesn't age. So read, learn, pick up a new hobby, like keep your mind firing. Because I, I really think once you lose that curiosity f for life, 
learning, whatever, your brain is like, okay, I'm not needed anymore. Kind of slows down, starts to age pretty badly and boom, hit your body. Like I said before, that brain body connection is very important. So really, you know, it, when they say like learning should be lifelong, it really should be lifelong. Keep yourself engaged some way that your brain is always firing. Um, you know, for me, it's, I'm always, I'm always reading, whether it's um, books or interesting articles online um, or doing something like a podcast. Like I, I do think I'm a better me when I'm engaged in this hobby. And, and the majority of, of learning can be a free experience. It doesn't cost any money. Mind you doing this podcast, yes, I had to buy the equipment. That was an upfront cost. I'm never gonna have to pay anything again. But going to your local library, that doesn't cost anything. And there's so many different things you can do there. Um, even I'm not I'm not as big of a fan of it, but you know, things like Audible, book basically books on tape for people that understand what that is. Used to be back in the day, there was this thing called cassette tapes that had books on it you could listen to. <laughs> Um, I, I'm, I'm just not a big fan of it because uh, when I'm driving, I'm listening to podcasts, but that's another way I'm learning. Um, but I'm always learning. I, I always want to consume more. I want to have that knowledge. I want to know more. But I want my... And, and at the end of the day, I think I figured out like, yeah, I love it when my brain is firing. Because let me tell you, when I was on Zoloft and my brain wasn't firing, I was a walking zombie. I wasn't reading. I wasn't interested in anything. The big reason why I disappeared from podcasting for so long was because of Zoloft. Because I didn't care about anything. I didn't feel about anything. So for whatever reason, that one day that I had this flash of clarity, like I need to get to my doctor and get off Zoloft, it really, it really improved a lot for me. Improved my mental health and my brain started firing again, wanting to learn. So there's my spiel on anti-aging. And again, it's what works for me. And I know some of you out there like, okay, I can't afford like these prescriptions and the supplementation and all that stuff. That's fine. But you can afford water. You can afford changing your eating habits. Um, most times, and, and there's ways to figure it out too, you can afford improving your mental health. You may not have health insurance, but depending on the agency or the counselor or stuff, they have sl sliding scales that work with your income. Uh, learning, absolutely free. Um, whether you're using the, the computer that's in your hand now or you're going to the library. And then loneliness. You know, don't stick your elders in a home because you, you feel they're a burden. Keeping them engaged and active is going to help them slow aging and extend the life expectancy. So that's it. This is Savage and More with Jason. Talk to you next week.